Berkeley. Berkeley. BerkeleySound.com. Berkeley Sound. Great. Driving through summer on a San Diego night, slow world divided by dotted lines and bridges, you are loud on my radio. If I listen hard enough, I can make out your soul. I lit out for San Diego. San Diego, In San Diego. What? San Diego's own. Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound. ListenLocalSD.com. Hey, party people. Catherine Beeks here, checking in for another episode of Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound. Huge thanks to Jeff Berkeley for letting us into his studio for some shenanigans and recording it all so you all could join us. I'm here in the round, as it were, with uh, one of this month's guests, the beautiful and talented Barbara Nesbitt, and the sexy and wise Marsha Claire is joining us for another movie and dinner review, and she's going to also be jamming with Mar- uh, with Barbara a little bit. And uh, later in the show, we'll have Rob Dees with uh, some more rapping reviews. And we'll catch up with the uh, unbelievably talented Jimmy Lewis of Super Unloader fame. So here we go. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. <sighs> Thank good you. Good to be here, honey. It's good to have you here. It's earlier this time. It's it's uh, it's the morning. I'm I'm having mimosas, but you two opted out. I know you have a big day <laughs> ahead of you. A uh, big house concert tonight. Got a house concert tonight. That is why you're in town. It is, and that's why we're taking advantage of you being here and and uh, and the it timing. Worked out perfectly. She's she's so. here because of me. The it's, house concert is sort of a side thing. So um, the Barbara Nesbitt band is Marsha Claire, Mike Spurgett, Bill Coombs, and me, plus guests every now and then. And Mike Spurgett, who recently moved to Nashville, is also here for this gig. He is. That's yeah, he flew fantastic. back in. This is his first time back since he moved. That's quite a reunion. Yeah, it's nice. great. All right. Now, speaking of that, um, let's start from the beginning. You're from Virginia? Well, I was born in Georgia, but I spent most of my adult years in Virginia. Okay. And when did you get into music? <laughs> when I was 15, a 15-year-old runaway, actually, and I joined a Grateful Dead cover band <laughs> and started kind of with that, eventually moving toward, I did a duo for a number of years doing cover songs and making making a living at it. And it wasn't until I got to San Diego, actually, that people's interest in original music here kind of spurred me on. And I wrote more than I'd ever written. I just really started focusing on original music and recording here with Jeff Berkeley and playing with Marsha, Mike, and Bill. And just kind of bl- blossomed musically, I guess. You did. You rose to the top of the local scene so quickly, and um, and <clears throat> everyone just adored you. That's why we were all <laughs> shocked and saddened when you decided to move to Austin. What uh, was the impetus for that move? Well, it was kind of capricious, actually. Over breakfast one morning, I'm like... Oh, we're using big words, by the way. I wonder. <laughs> I got the smarts real yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, I, I wonder what it'd be like to live in a town that really focuses on music more more than... A place like San Diego as much as I love it here so much I love the people here I consider this home in many ways I just thought before I don't feel like it anymore I want to go check out a music scene and see what it's like have a new adventure um, kind of threw caution to the wind not knowing anybody at all and moved dig it now did your uh, trip to Japan help you kind of because you you went there for it was Hong Kong I'm sorry yeah. Hong Kong yeah 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 and and you went there to play specifically uh it was a job you went there it was and- a job it was three months last summer living and performing in the intercontinental Hong Kong and you didn't know anyone there when you no, went there. no that's crazy no you know but it was it was so it was easy in a way because it was all set up you know I had a place to live had yeah. everything was taken care of 
but I didn't know at all what I was getting into. It was a lot of fun. It was an amazing experience, and it was hard work. It was four hours a night, six nights a week for three months That's straight. So crazy. Full gussy, full dress, heels, yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> and you know me, I'm jeans and, and a tank top and swigging tequila. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a different side of Barbara. Crazy experience. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, let's let's play a song right now, and then we'll talk some more later. Cool. What do you got? Something new? Well, it's well. I wrote it last year, actually. Um, after Kelman Hart of Berkeley Hart said to me, "Barbara, you never write love songs. You should try writing a love song sometime." And I thought, "All right, why not?" I just gone through a horrible breakup. When you know, when better to write a love song? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, but I I ended up going home, and this is what I wrote instead of that. I've been down the long, long road I've stayed put right here at home I turned the light switch off and on But I've never been in love I've been tacky and I've been tasteful I've been thrifty and I've been wasteful I've been hungry and I've had a face full But I've never been in love When they ask me Great song. Kiss girls only when you're drunk. Well, yeah, pretty you. much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a new one. That's going to be on the new uh, the new CD. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. The next CD will contain that song. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, how's uh, the bees doing? It's doing great. Yeah. yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited and proud about that record because I kind of knew more about what I wanted to make. My first record, I love it to pieces, but I knew more that going in the second time. Yeah, and to put it in the hands of the musicians who played on it, and to put it in the hands of Jeff Berkeley, who got into my head, knew exactly what I wanted, and made it, you know, a hundred times better than I could have done. I mean, it's just exactly, it's just exactly what I wanted. Plus, um, yeah, it's fantastic. It says exactly what I want to say, and it's been so far well received. Knock on wood. Oh, absolutely, everyone loves it. It's getting good reviews. It's get, yeah, it's, it's cool. been getting some good reviews. It's exciting. Good, good, good. All right, so um, what uh, what's on the horizon? I know you're going to go to Europe for, on a little vacation. Ooh, lots of fun stuff on the horizon. Yeah, what's going on with you? Well, I am. I'm going on um, on vacation next month with my good girlfriend, the Becky, Becky. Bean, who we all know and Shout love. Out to Becky. <laughs> so we're going to go for a couple weeks, and then I'm going to spend a week in Scotland on my own, kind of discovering my heritage. Both sides of my family are Scottish. And right. So I'm going to do that. Then I'm heading back to Austin and going to Kerrville Folk Festival. Yeah. And in June, I've got a house concert back here at um, Rock Valley. Right. On the, I think, I want to say the 18th. And then the following week, I go back to Prague and play a oh, festival in Prague. Wow. I'm touring around the Czech Republic. And then me and my friend Ben Jordan are going to tour to Milan and Barcelona, Marseille, London, Dublin, and then I'm going to um, hang out in Glasgow for about a month. <laughs> it's going to be a good summer. Dude, you're living the dream. Summer's a good time to get out of Texas. I'm All right, sorry. Now, how, how are you doing this? For people that are like, how is she doing this? It, uh, number one, courage. And, and just, you know, just you're a great musician and you're going to go out and make a living doing it. And that takes a lot of courage. But it doesn't take a lot of money, right? You don't have thousands of dollars that's financing all no, these No, I mean, trips. I have put aside some money for, to, you know, help defray the cost of, well, especially the vacation part. Sure. Um, the promoter, Bill Pixley, in uh, pr- in Prague, he's putting me up with this festival. He's going to hook me up with a bunch of shows. He's going to help defray the cost of it, too. Right. And then Ben and I, you know, we're hoping to make money as we go along this this tour. And you're um, booking yourselves mostly. We are, except for the Czech Republic, we okay. are booking ourselves. Cool. And it's just sending out as many emails as you can. It's just yeah. putting yourself out there and having no idea what you're, what we've no idea what we're going to get into. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're going to be accepting gigs for the places we've never seen. Have no idea if it's going to be cool or not cool, but we're excited and what the hell, why not? Yeah. We're going to live in hostels oh and God. go cheaply. Totally. Everything. The flights between cities and in, in Europe are like we're flying from Prague to Milan for I think 17 euro. Right. Which is what, $26 maybe? Yeah. Wow. It's insane. So we're doing it on a budget. I've got some money saved for it, but we're hoping to, you know, I'd like to break even. I'd like to come back even, Steven. <laughs> Knock on wood again. Totally. But it's going to be exciting. And you're going to go back to Austin when you come back? I'll go back to Austin and then, um, and then it's going to be about time for Tim Flannery season. Right. Backing him up, I'm assuming, coming up uh, in sure. the fall. So you'll be back in San Diego quite a bit. Oh God, yeah! I couldn't. I couldn't have moved to Austin without knowing I'd be back here all the time. I, in fact, would one day hope to end up back here. I think. Yeah. I love it here. How can you yeah, not? I love you. People too. like you and Marcia Claire and Berkeley. All my friends are here. Yeah, it's a good place. Virginia's got a lot of my friends too, but um, San Diego has the added benefit of being San Diego and my brother and the kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Tell us a story. <gasps> Ooh, I got a story. It's a long story. Stop me whenever you're you're done, Marcia. This is a story that my mother used to recite to me when I was a kid. Shut up. It's called The Cremation of Sam McGee. Ooh, okay. They're a strange... Hold on. No! 
I you're ruining it, it all the time you told <laughs> she told me this story one night after we'd been out drinking and we were laying <laughs> in Austin oh, no 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 you told this at um after <clears throat> Matt and Joey's um, oh, it was the New, New Year's, Year's party, party. 08 or 09. And we were all sharing a room. Me, you, and Becky. It was, uh, it was 08 going into 09. Is that going to yes. give me nightmares? Not a, she not, told this. Yeah, yeah, maybe she you, told Catherine. This, yes, Jeff story. Berkeley, you walked me back. Oh, was that? Oh, gosh, that night. Yeah, it was that night. It was so sweet. And Becky, and somebody roofied Becky or something. I don't know. She like, we swore up and down somebody. (laughs) We swore up and down that somebody roofied us, and then we started just doing the math on how much we drank. You guys were way too drunk for what you drank. Well, it was so funny when drunk chicks blame it on roofies. Jeff Berkeley. They said yes. I called him the next day, and I said, thank you so much for driving me back. And he goes, I walked you back. I was only across the street, but to Marsha, it must have seemed like blocks and blocks. And And I thought I was in a car. (laughs) Well, I'm just that safe. There's a Volvo. So my my apologies. Actually, um, Marsha's the boxy one. (laughs) Wow. That just happened. That means two things. Um, I'm I'm sorry that I interrupted you. Okay. Now, please continue. I will not do it again. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales It would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake LaBarge I cremated Sam McGee. Now, Sam McGee was from Tennessee where the cotton blooms and blows and why he left his home in the south to wander around the poles, God only knows. He was always cold, but the land of gold seemed to hold him like a spell, though he'd often say in his homely way he'd sooner live in hell. On Christmas Day, we were mushing our way over the Dawson Trail. And talk of your cold through the parka's fold, it stabbed like a driven nail. If our eyes we closed, our lashes froze till sometimes we couldn't see. It wasn't much fun, but the only one to whimper was Sam McGee. And that very night, as we lay packed tight in our robes beneath the snow, and the dogs were fed, and the stars overhead were dancing heel and toe, he turns to me, and Cap, says he, I'm gonna cash in this trip, I guess. And if I do, I ask that you won't refuse my last request. Well, he seemed so low that I couldn't say no. And he said with a sort of moan, it's this icy cold that's got right hold till I'm chilled clean through to the bone. Yet it ain't being dead. It's my awful dread of an icy grave that pains. So I'm asking you'll swear, come foul or fair, you'll cremate my last remains. Well, a palace last needs a thing to heed, and I swore I would not fail. Come streak of dawn, we started on, but God, he was ghastly pale. He crouched on the sleigh and raved all day of his home in Tennessee. And before nightfall, a corpse was all that was left of Sam McGee. There wasn't a breath in that land of death as I hurried, horror-driven, with a corpse half-hid that I couldn't get rid because of a promise given. It was lashed to the sleigh, and it seemed to say, you may tax in your brawn and brain, but you promised true, and it's up to you to cremate my last remains. Well, a promise made is a debt unpaid, and the trail has a very stern code. In the days to come, though my lips were numb, and my heart how I cursed that load. In the long, long night, by the lone firelight, the huskies round in a ring and cried out their woes to the homeless snows. But God, how I loathed that thing. And every day that quiet clay seemed to heavier and heavier grow. But on I went, though the dogs were spent and the grub was getting low and the trail was bad and I felt half mad, but I swore I would not give in. And I'd often sing to the hateful thing, and it hearkened with a grin. Till I came to the marge of Lake LaBarge, and a derelict there lay. 
She was jammed in the ice, and I saw in a trice she was called the Alice May. Well, I looked at it, and I thought a bit, and I looked at my frozen chum. And here, I said with a sudden cry, is my crematorium. Some planks I tore from the cabin door, and I lit the boiler fire. Some coal I found that was lying around, I heaped the fuel higher. Where the furnace roared and the flames soared, such a blaze you'd seldom see. And I burrowed a hole in the glowing coal and stuffed in Sam McGee. Then I made a hike, because I didn't like to hear him sizzle so. And the huskies howled and the heavens scowled. The wind began to blow. It was icy cold, but the hot sweat rolled down my face, and I don't know why. And a greasy smoke and an inky cloak went streaking through the sky. Now, I don't know how long in the snow I wrestled with grisly fear, but the stars came out and danced about. Arrogant, I ventured near. I was sick with dread, but I bravely said, I'll just take a peek inside. I guess he's cooked. It's time I looked, and the door I opened wide. And there sat Sam, calm and cool in the heart of the furnace roar. He wore a smile you could see a mile and said, Please close that door. It's fine in here, but I greatly fear you'll let in the cold and storm. Since I left Plum Tree down in Tennessee, this is the first time I've been warm. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bedtime story from my mother. Dude. <laughs> when I was um, a kid. How do you remember that? that? that I don't like, know. Oh my God. How do you forget it? <laughs> how is it not a song yet? Actually, I did make it into a song yeah, about 10 cool. years ago and sent it to my mother and her family and all them for, uh, for some sort of Christmas thing or something. Uh, Robert Service poem, actually. All right, Miss Claire. So first of all, most people equate dinner and a movie, but right. you've reversed it. I have Tell reversed it, and I I'd like to officially say that I am I'm coining this phrase. It is mine. In a world where date night has always contained dinner and then a movie. One woman dares to ask the question, why? It's Marsha Claire's Movie and a Dinner. I will be re- reviewing Movie and a Dinner because I've decided that dinner and a movie is the wrong order to do things. <laughs> you need to do Movie and a Dinner, right? Dinner and a Movie, no. Right? I agree. So you go to see the movie, then you go to dinner, and you talk about the film. Oh, it's great. Perfect. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So my segment is called Movie in a Dinner. And uh, I hope you change how society views this. I, <laughs> I'm working on it. Colloquial <laughs> One <event>. poor <laughs> dinner and a movie soul at a time. Nice. I'm trying. You, um, first of all, has anyone in this room seen The King's Speech? No. Negatory. You have not. All right. Well, fine. Um, then, and who, have either of you been to Rama Thai down on Fourth? No. Nope. Ooh. Okay. Well, then I'm I have talking... slept with Colin Firth. Oh. <laughs> in <laughs> thank, Thailand. Right? Thank you. Good night. What happens in ta- Bangkok stays in Bangkok. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, is that one of the seven words? Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. That's in actually one, two of honey. them. No, and we forgot That's to tell Barbara that you know. Let the let it fly, baby. If you need to express yourself in any way, shape, okay, or form. Okay, if you're sure. There's yeah, we have a <laughs> R insist. rating 
Uh, so we're good to go. Okay. Yeah, twist your arm. So, so great segue. <laughs> um, the King's Speech, rated R. It was rated R. The version that's out right now is PG-13 for that very Ooh. reason. They, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it was such a good segue. There are two versions of the King's Speech, the rated R version, which was the original version, and then the PG version, um, which is the only one that you can see in theaters right now. I'm not sure the release date of the DVD for the R-rated one, but don't I? I would recommend waiting to see the R-rated. Um, sure. I did see both, and um, the whole reason that they changed the rating was because it was such a great film, but um, a lot of the family values groups wanted their children to go see it, but they didn't want. There's a scene in there where he stammers, but he doesn't stammer when he says fuck. So his his coach says, start swearing, and he just starts going, fuck, 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 fluent. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You don't stammer when you swear. Hey, bugger off. Is that the best you can do? Well, bloody bugger to you, you beastly bastard. Oh, a public school prig could do better than that. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Shit. Shit, 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 yes. shit, Defecation flows trippingly from the top. Because I'm angry! Do you know the F word? Fornication? Oh, Bertie. Fuck. Fuck! 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 Fucking fuck! Fuck! Fucking bugger! Bugger, bugger, buggity, 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 fuck, fuck, arse! Yes. Balls, balls, fucking shit! See, not a shit, hesitation. Fucking willy, willy, shit and fuck and tits. Dad, what's going on? Sorry. Just finish your homework. <laughs> and in the PG-13, he says, fuck one time, and then it's shit, 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 shit. And you can see his mouth moving with the F word. They didn't change. They should have just shot another scene. Aww. It was so disappointing. Anyhow, now let's get back to the fact that it is, it's beautiful. If you love watching someone conquer Anything, any sort of struggle, um, this is the film to go see. Um, he's the king. He needs to speak over the airwaves. Radio is brand new. And he stammers. And he can't. And he is so proud. And he is so... He's, everything about him is, is royal and king-like, except the fact that he can't address his public. Wow. And it's basically the biggest thing because no one's going to have any sort of confidence in him if he can't and they're going to war at this point in the film we're going to world war ii and confidence and it's just it's heartbreaking to watch him um colin firth plays the king um helen helena bonham carter plays his wife she's She's so (laughs) jeff's favorite jeff (laughs) she is i mean classy i can't even explain and she is the ultimate stand by your man yeah she's his number one supporter trying to help him conquer his not uh, the bride of frankenstein defect um It is, a, it is a pretty amazing film. Okay, it was nominated for 12 Oscars. I was going to say, it won, it won four. Ton, yeah. It won Best Picture, it won Best Actor, it won Best Director, and Best Screenplay. Jeffrey Rush, Jeffrey Rush. plays uh, the speech therapist. I'm going to put that in quotes for reasons that if you've seen the movie, you'll understand why. Um, also was producer, and I didn't know about that. Um, I am fortunate in that my daughter works for uh, Regal Cinemas, and 
I get to go see movies for free. I made the huge mistake of bookending the King's Speech with a couple of, for lack of a better way to say it, lesser films. And I would really recommend not watching anything near that. You saw three movies in a row one day? Yes. Wow. And it was a bad idea because the King's Speech was so good. It was so amazing. Even though I saw the PG-13 version... It was it was so far beyond anything I had seen. <laughs> the others didn't it's, stand a chance. It yeah. didn't. It was really sad. So that's my only thing. I would I would really recommend that you don't um, see it around anything else. And when I say bookend, don't go two days later. Yeah. To another movie, you're not going to like it. You're not going to like <laughs> it. Hide in a dark room um, for about a week after. Yeah. <laughs> it, you leave there feeling so energized and so refreshed. It's such. It is such a. Is it like it's, after you first saw Rocky in 1976? It's it's it is uh, very much like that because <laughs> it's very, it's so hurt it hurts so bad to get to such a happy place. Yeah, it's just oh, it's so painful. And when you see him, you'll see why he did so well. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that. I should have said that. Some, Rocky wins. Somebody wins. can punch that in. Um, it is one of the most successful indie films ever made. So, oh, I didn't know it was independent. It is an indie film, and nice. it grossed $132 million in Jeez. this country. And let's see, it grossed uh, $226 million overseas. That so that's, that's I'd pretty... I'd be curious to see how much the actors got paid originally. Oh, good wow. question. Let's Ooh. IMDb that. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Can you do Look that? Look it up. Um, I don't know if it says how much they got I know. paid on IMDb. So, uh, no, I don't think it does, but... Ooh, that's such a good question. Okay, anyhow, so I saw this at Horton, okay? So Horton's down there at uh, 4th and F. We then walked down um, toward the ballpark, basically. And what's the street if you just kept walking down 4th? What does it run into? Is, is that park? I don't know. I don't either. No, 4th and park go parallel. Yeah, they fourth go, would run it would uh, where you mean all the way at the at the bottom at the bottom at the is that harbor? It's harbor. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Okay. It curves all the way around. So almost if you walk down fourth, almost all the way to harbor is when you get to Ramatai. The actual street address of Ramatai is three two seven fourth. Um, I think I discovered Ramatai probably well it was in two thousand seven, and. Um, it's a what I would call a moderately pl- priced, fine dining experience. Entrees are anywhere from fifteen to twenty five dollars. I typically go on the low end. I go with their curries. I go with their drunken noodles. Um, mm, curry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so Tom anyhow, Kai. the deal with this is that it's hidden away. You really have to look for it. <clears throat> There's a little awning, a little door. There is a patio area, but you don't know what it's connected to. It's very. It's just unassuming. You walk in, and it's sort of like one of these Hollywood clubs where you walk down this long, 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 long hallway, and you actually you leave the street behind. That's what makes this such an experience. So you're walking down. You start to be able to smell that there must be running water. In, you know how you can smell mm-hmm. when there's running water in a restaurant? Yeah. You like a fountain smell. kind of smell? Yes. Yeah, okay. So you can smell that there's water it reminds me of two what's the hotel? not like a plumbing lake know, or anything like, no no, no not bad water. like the ocean no. i was thinking you shut up Catherine. you can also smell when there's no running water <laughs> 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 oh, thank you jeff so but uh wow so you walk camera. down <laughs> you walk down this hall 
and you literally lose the city of San Diego. You just walk into this beautiful restaurant and you can start to hear the water, hear the running water. Um, the lights are very low. You walk in, there's silks hanging from the ceiling. It's, it's, it's exquisite. It's just beautiful. It's amazing looking. And the um, staff there is wonderful. I think for about a year, they lost their liquor license. And so they weren't getting nearly the, um, the influx of people. Typically the place you, you know, you need reservations. I felt so bad for them while they were getting that back together. And I thought if this restaurant goes under while they're trying to get their liquor license back, it's going to be sad times. And they got it back. The last time I went after this film, um, I could have one of their signature mojitos. Nice. It was awesome. But the, Hooray, everybody wins on this very <laughs> movie and a is, dinner. It is. <laughs> so the tables that are around the outside of the restaurant, they're booths, and they all close off with silks. So it's in, And Sweet. then there's silks hanging in between. If you sit in the middle of the restaurant, you'll never be able to really look at anyone next to you. There are silks in between each table. Um Again, I tend to just go with sort of, I think the drunken noodles are $16. I think the curry is $16. Um, I order an eight. And the one thing I like about this place is an eight is an eight. It's hot. It's not too hot to handle. Um, their flavors, here's what I look for in a, good, in a great restaurant. Every time I take a bite, I want it to explode in my mouth. <laughs> That's right, Jeff Berkeley. There's I want to quit. explode in my mouth. Uh, he doesn't mouth. even have to put oh that my word. together. Uh -uh. Goodness gracious, that's just Turn inappropriate. I can't wait to hear that little... Send me that clip. Please, Jeff, will you send me that clip? Is it warm in here? <laughs> it's already on YouTube. No, I really do. And all jokes aside, every time I bite into something, I want it to be... An experience, <laughs> Barbara Nesbitt. Oh, I can't take her anywhere, and that's probably my favorite thing about it. <laughs> Honestly, if I could. Boring. Um, so, anyhow, the presentation is beautiful. I'm a I'm a Food Network junkie. I love looking at food yeah. as much as I love eating the food. The aromas in that place. Uh. Um, I want to go there. I'm hungry. It is an absolutely, and it's just, it's one of these restaurants that honestly, I ask people, have you been to Rama Thai? No. I can't believe people haven't been there. It is what I would call a, a 50 to $75 restaurant experience. Yeah. For a very, you know, for 15 to 25. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Go to Rama Thai. the word. Thank you, Marsha. You're welcome. Now we know. Movie and a dinner. Then you go eat. And you want to savor your food. And so you're talking about the movie. Right. Take a bite. Talk, bite, talk, Mojito. bite. Mojito. Mojito. Oh, they're <laughs> so good. Talk, bite, sip, talk, bite. That's sip, my story. I'm bite. sorry. Sip, I was a little sip, wordy sip, this sip, time. Sip, sip. <laughs> I was a little wordy. It was fine. It was great. Yes, that's, that's, I love it. I that. like it. I'm in. I want to try their Penang. I'm hungry right Do the hell now. I want their Penang to explode in my mouth. Oh, I could never, never, ever. What advice do you have? What advice do you have for for budding musicians? Uh, what I wish I had, I guess, what I wish I had known when I was younger, starting out playing music, was was to uh, not try to be something that you think people want to hear. Certain crowds want to hear. Certain people want to hear. Right to fit a certain mold. I think I spent so much time wondering how something would come over that I didn't. I was never myself for a long time. 
And uh, when I stopped really thinking about that, I wrote more than, I mean, I've written so much in the last five years that, I mean, a lot of it, of course, no one's ever going to hear, but a lot of it, it turned out to be stuff that I'm pretty proud of. And I said what I wanted to say and what I felt. And sometimes it goes over and sometimes it doesn't, but it's much more satisfying across the board yeah. that way. And also it's just a matter of wanting it en- enough, yeah. wanting to do this enough to make certain sacrifices. Absolutely. May I comment on Please, that? Please, of course. Because when she said that about making certain certain sacrifices. Circus sacrifices. Circus. <laughs> I hated I hated when you had to do that circus act so you could go to Hong Kong. I, I was really that. good dancing on that ball with the elephant, though. <laughs> Prancing poodles. Um, <laughs> That's the name of my new band, Marcia. How did you know? Because <laughs> I'm in it. Um, <laughs> no. The sacrifices thing, you hear it all the time in music, and I will tell you that Barbara is probably the ultimate example of someone who, when she got over to Hong Kong, she had to face so many hardships. She had health issues. She mm. she was sick. She had a tooth problem. She had... <laughs> personnel it was a, problems. It was personnel <laughs> problems. And I mean, people, they they want to decorate it and make it think make it seem like it's going to be this fairy tale trip mm-hmm. and unless you really are willing to and I'm gonna say sacrifice yeah. in ways you can't even fathom and unless you have her kind of work ethic Barbara's work ethic where there were times where in my opinion she just put her head down <laughs> and pushed yeah like when forward. I had the uh the the root canal and the flu and played that night yeah, yeah. and it literally literally Boy. there were nights where it was just she turned everything off yeah. she, head down and pushed and you know, people think that sync performing is really easy, and sometimes it really is. But when you do it that often, that it, it, it's a job. It's the best job I can think of still, so I'm not complaining, but it's still, you really, you have to push yourself to be on all the time right. is, is, is exhausting. To always be, have a smile and be entertaining and all of that stuff, it, it's, it's definitely exhausting. But again, you know, it's better than dick and ditches. <laughs> It's better than slinging hash. Yeah, but my, you do. For me. You have to be a strong cookie for that kind of stuff. Yep. To be over there alone and and face all of that, um, you know, you know, you, that's just making you <clears throat> the rest of your life easier. You know, it's tough I never, you. I will never regret doing that. It was tough, but it was also very exciting, and yeah, you know, I love the fact that I had that experience. Yeah, love it. Might do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Will you play us one more song? I will. What's this one about? You know, I just wrote this one recently, actually, and um, I had been drinking some whiskey and came home, and I don't really... It's a pretty fuzzy evening, (laughs) and I woke up the next morning, and I saw that my guitar was out, and uh, I was like, huh, looks like I've been... Looks like I've been playing. <laughs> Looks like I've been performing for myself at three in the morning. And uh, I, I had written a song. I had recorded it, and I'd emailed it to a couple of friends. <laughs> and and thank, thankfully, I recorded it because I didn't remember it. Uh, I'd also written on a piece of paper on my desk, I think I need a boyfriend. I can't get my boots off by myself. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so anyway, this was the song that came out in my drunken whiskey haze. Nice. Won't you come stay with me tonight? Tears me up, you won't treat me right.
whiskey fill I stumble up the stairs Drunk with hope I might see you there Cord button that night. God. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous. Danke. So what do you have coming up as far as shows go? I will be back in San Diego on June June 18th for Rock Valley House concert. Okay. You can find more information about that at barbernesbit.com, which is in the process of being revamped completely and is going to be up and running and gorgeous soon, I hope. Nice. Uh, so yeah, June 18th, Rock Valley, and then, uh, then off to Europe again. Crazy. Yahoo. Yeah, we we actually had to change the date of the Rock Valley. So I could do the festival in Prague. She wrote us an email. <laughs> We're going to need to switch that date because I'm going to be playing for 10,000 people in Prague. 50,000 people. Oh, 50, I think it's like 30 50, to 50,000 people, uh-huh. he said. All nice. I know is it's 9,950 more than I'm used to. <laughs> 10,000 work for me. So. Will you keep us posted uh, while, uh, while you're on your travels? Do you do like a blog? Oh, yeah. I should definitely do that. In fact, I meant to do that when I was in Hong Kong because yeah. you had mentioned that to me. And I regret not do- doing that. I will absolutely Good. do that. That'd Good. be fun. And also, right now, you, could, you can um, send money to my PayPal account. 
Hell Bar- yeah. BarbaraClaire at gmail.com to help raise money to get Marsha Claire, Mike Spurgett, and Bill Coombs <laughs> out to Prague nice. <laughs> play with me. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, if they could get a plane ticket, you know, it's done oh, deal. <laughs> my goodness. I think it's going to happen. I can already see That'd it. That would be amazing. I smell it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um... Up next, we're going to have a little chat with uh, Jimmy Lewis. Rob D is going to be joining us later, but uh, I just want to thank you so much, ladies. Marsha. Catherine, thank you so much for having me. I, lo- I love You guys are two of my favorite people on the planet, so doing this with you is amazing. It's been fun I in here. I love you guys. I I'm going to go cry. And we hardly talked about gossiping boy stuff at all, so that's good. I do like boys. Yes, I heard that I want about some. You. I want some more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Jeff Berkeley? Yes, have some. I'm a boy. Can you produce us some boy? <laughs> All right, have a great show tonight. Thank you. Love Thanks. you. Love, Love you. Back with more in a minute. One, two, three. <clears throat> two and three. Berkeley. Berkeley. Berkeley sound. Give me back my Berkeley. <laughs> BerkeleySound.com. Berkeley Sound. Great. Driving through summer on a San Diego night, slow world divided by dotted lines and bridges, you are loud on my radio. If I listen hard enough, I can make out your soul. I lit out for San Diego. San Diego, In San Diego. What? San Diego's own. Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound. ListenLocalSD.com. All right, welcome back, music lovers, to the second half of Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound number two. The better half. Number two. <laughs> Different than number one. It's the second one. I'm yes. Catherine Beeks, uh, here with a whole new set of guests. We've released the girls, and now I'm in the company of some handsome and talented men. Um... I'm going to introduce them quickly, and then we'll get on with the with the fun. Jimmy Lewis of Super and Loader fame, uh, Rob Dees here again uh, to do his uh, rapping reviews, things. and um, Josh D'Amigo stopped in unexpectedly. Hello, ladies. And what's up? Tomas is here, friend of Jimmy's. What's up, dude? Oh, just another wonderful day. Welcome to the studio. This is Jeff Berkeley's uh, studio, Berkeley Sound. And um, Jimmy, I want to talk to you quickly about uh, Super Unloader. I I read that you guys started out in 1996, 95. What's the history? Four. Really? Yeah. Well, it was originally Bad Mood Zeus. Okay. And that was 91. Same same members? No, we had... uh, one different member and what a member he was but uh he uh he we had uh differences of opinion so we split up with him dig it and uh turned into we got the amazing chris mcgreal on bass wow, and became yeah. super unloader in 1994. awesome and your first release was uh 
Super Unloader. And it was best rock album? Uh, in one my opinion. Albums, well, one no. of your albums won. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that one yeah. won best rock, I believe. Yeah, and yeah, then, cool. uh, And then I think uh, Live and Unfashionable, which was two albums later, won maybe the same. Oh, well, I can't remember. It was either that or best local it's recording. It's a long time ago, man. You've been rocking for so long. <laughs> yeah. And doing it with such fucking amazement. Listen, um, you guys are all from San Diego? No, I'm the only one from San Diego. Those two guys are from Palos Verdes. They can't okay. be trusted. I know. Got to wonder about them. Um, Chad and Chris. Chad Farron. Chad Farron. He has his own little stuff going on, too. I play some of his stuff on the radio. He's got like 10 bands going, yeah. He's a pretty talented kid. We're yeah. friends on the internet. Do you guys all get along, too, in the band? Amazingly, yeah. We never have. It's the most egoless band that I could ever hope That's to be crazy. in. That's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Because you're all just such amazing musicians that you're right. There, I call you the front man or whatever, but you, you know, it's all you all. It's three all a are, front. <laughs> all three of you rock stars, so it's cool. Um, okay, you ha- you've released four albums. Are they all still available somewhere? People can get them online. Uh, or com or I believe iTunes. Um, yeah, is it four albums? Let's see. Two, eight, right? Yeah. Not including uh, Bad Mood Zeus, which I kind of okay. lump into that okay, anyway. Sure. So. And then tell us about this new album. You're this doing. new album has been a couple years in the making, but it should be coming out around July, I, bet I your hope. your fans are rabid. Uh, they're probably, they, they've given up. You've played a couple times for me at my events, which uh-huh. I so appreciate because none of my events ever pay anyone. So when you play, it's just like, thank you. Oh, we got Remember paid the time you drove all the way out to Barona Casino? And Absolutely, the, the, the racetrack one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys have really done some cool stuff for me, and I, I appreciate it. But um, anywho, I forget the point I was getting to. Um, well, we love to do it because you do so much for local well, music. Well, thank so. you. But, the CD. Oh, the CD, yeah. Um, your fans, every time you do play some of these remote areas, they come out and they love you. The House of Blues, you had so many people just... That was a good time, yeah. Fa- new fans, and uh, too, people that were shaking House of Blues head. and, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Anthology. Yeah, that yeah. That was a good time. That was yeah. fun. And people that had never seen you walking away, just scratching their head, going, why aren't they world-renowned? I, I can't I can't lie. My band was excited to see you, more excited than they were to play with me. To play, yeah. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know those guys. And then I went and saw you, and you blew my mind. I, I really like Super Unloaded. Oh, you guys thank are great you. Fan. Appreciate that. It's accessible to people that don't get music, really, but musicians are just like, yeah. So good. I don't want it to just be the muso band, but you know, I know that a lot of music. I've been, I've heard that before. It's the musicians' band. It's like no, because I think people, it's it's so accessible to women. Just (laughs) want to dance to it, and I'm I'm terrible at music. I love you guys. I really like that stuff. I think there's something kind of dope about being the musicians. Yeah, that is kind of okay. So you guys, so for people who have not heard. Before Jimmy, will you play us a song? Yeah, do well, it. absolutely. Um, and tell me a little about the song. This song is called "The Maze." I've been playing this for years. I think I wrote it when I was a teenager. I still like playing it. And here goes. It was on uh, the Bad Mood Zeus album and Super Unloader's second album. So, Sweet. but we're not gonna. Don't worry, we're not gonna put on any more albums. <laughs> Live my life in a never knowing, ever growing, uneven haze. Staring out across the back, broken, starving, choking, dying members of the city's throngs. Ever since they've called me a man, I've been walking, running, stumbling through a maze. It's not a maze with a finish, though. It's called you hit all the bins without the dead ends. And if you want it, it's there. 
the passing time I see that some of these dead ends are doors The corridors they vanish around me And there's no mises anymore You bears crash round slam Frustrated to your bended knees But energy must be correctly applied Sacrifice and strength are the only fitting keys And if you want it, it's there There are two people that maybe want to like quit music. It now it is it is three. You are my third. Stop I want to see it. the fantastic video for that song. You. That was ridiculous. I might quit. Next I, inspiration. Week, There's no way I could do that. Dude. My fingers hurt okay. after playing chords. That's amazing. Jimmy, who do you listen to lately? Um, okay, you know I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to what the music my girlfriend's been throwing on lately. So uh, R.L. Burnside and. Um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Justin Berber. Jay-Z. <laughs> Ghostface Killers. Justin Berber. Justin Berber. Justin Berber. The Berber baby. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. What local this, shows do you go to? Do you go to any? I just saw this guy named Xavier Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. cool. He was really good. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, that was good. Enjoyed that. You play a lot solo, too. Yeah, I do more solo nowadays than I do with the band. Got some unfortunately. regular gigs going on. Yeah, at Prospect uh, Bar and Lounge, nice. I do that Seems every fun. Saturday and Sunday. Usually Saturday from three to six, Sunday from noon to four, and uh, other than that, just spotted gigs wherever I can get them. Dig it. So, um, all right. Well, we had some questions from Facebook. I put it out today that you were coming into the studio, and um, Brad Kirkbride wants to know when Steve is going to get his twelve string back. He said, <laughs> he said you'd know what that was about. Steve didn't want to know that. Brad did. Um, whenever. I'll come over next week, Steve, and give it to you. Oh, you, you jacked it from him? No, he let me borrow it. I borrowed it for the new album. It's a 12 string on the new album, and I've had it for like a year and a half. Nice. Now. That a boy. All right, so, cool. Yeah, move. All right, well, Adam Paul had a more serious question. I actually saw him in person, and he brought his question to Winston's in person before I got here tonight. And he was shaking his head. He's like, "What? what's going on? What's the future of the band? Are they going to do another DVD? Where, you know, what?" He was all worried and concerned. That, Super you know, Winner? Yeah. Did, did we Distra- do a, a, He said you a did a DVD. DVD? DVD before. Or did we? A couple years ago. 
No, I, I, it's I, tripping. Must have been done. It might be a pirate one. I okay, don't know. perhaps. It was a pirate one. I bet it was. Anyway, yeah. he wanted to know about the future of the band. The future of the band is so uncertain. I can't tell you. This could be the last album we do. It could be you the, know, album the opening that, to something happening. Exactly. Get thrown right. a crumb. But and we've been doing this so long that uh, I got to admit, there's a lot of disillusionment going on in the band right now. I hear you, brother. Yeah. Sounds Along like with lost. mortgages and all those things. Yeah, totally. And, uh, so yeah. I don't know. I wish I, I wish I knew. I hope it's not the end. Yeah, good. Neither do we. Uh, this CD could be what catapults you to greatness because there's everyone in San Diego. I know we're all standing around scratching our head going, why the fuck aren't you just worldwide? <laughs> you guys are all just, you know, so poised and ready to go. And I just think there's been some something missing in the chemistry or something happening all these Maybe years. Maybe it's our ambition. I don't know. No, nah, man. No, yeah, you guys. It's great. Yeah. Everybody's one hit away from being the next big star. Yeah, that's yes. You, you guys will get it, uh, dude. I no doubt. I, I've heard you guys play in concert. There's something special about you. You can't. You can't. No matter what drama goes on, you can't lose that. That's it's really, really. Yeah, special. from what I hear, Thanks. there is no drama. So word. that's good. No, They're ready to word. go. It's just it's about San Diego getting behind you guys finally and, yeah. and saying, look at this band. Look at look at our band. Check these guys out. Yeah, that's that not everybody's that, cup of tea. That's for sure. Yeah. Well. It is too. It, it really is. I can't tell you one person who goes, nah, I don't like it. Because it's just so. Dopeness is everyone's cup of tea. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dope- delicious. Yeah. Uh, the video you did with uh, Sean from Barfly a few uh-huh. years back. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was really cool. That was um, a great video. Kings, who did it? I yeah, Kings Production or yeah, somebody. Yeah, Kings Gosh. Production. I, I can't remember, but. Uh, we actually got a lot of negative feedback from people on that. Really? I thought that saying it didn't fit. First of all, I didn't like the song was taken from a live performance at Kane's, right? And I didn't care for the performance. But that aside, I thought the video was great. I thought it matched with the song really totally. good. But it, everybody was it, most of the feedback I got online was uh, doesn't fit the song. Or, Weird. Or you're trying to copy uh, Rage Against Machine uh, or something no, like that. Really? So I really dug it. Are you are you video. tough on yourself? Do you feel like you're tough on yourself? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. I I mean. Yeah, I would. I'd, most bad press, just let it go. At least they're watching. People oh, as far you. as the press goes, I'm yeah. not too tough on myself. I don't. Oh, I don't, okay, I don't take that but, to heart too but much. But on those on those comments you got, not really. No, it doesn't bother me too much. Cool. No. Hey, Josh. Um, I know I'm, I'm supposed to let you talk. I just no, I love kidding. this guy. <laughs> this guy's interesting. Totally, man. Man, I, I dig it. We got to All get right, up well, in here too. I got some questions. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we um, let's move on and hear uh, some music from our other guests, and yes. then we'll get back around and do another one with you, Jimmy. Yeah. Cool. All right, Rob D's, take it away. <laughs> Once upon a time I was fast asleep When I got an email from Catherine Beeks That said, hey kids, I want you to know That Jeff Berkeley and I are starting up a show We'll have musical guests and recurring segments I thought, oh my god, this is my chance to be famous I said, thank you, Jesus And dropped to my knees She wanted a music review Wrapped by Rob D's And I'm Rob D's That's a fact, it's true And this is my wrapped music review Keep in mind my opinions are worthless Don't let this track influence your decision to purchase If you wanna buy it, then do it It's important to support local music Come to a show, buy a CD Now allow me to review some music Musically Alright, so uh, here's the thing I feel... uh, No disclaimers I'm just gonna play Just do it So uh, bear with me This song is uh, the 2011 um, What is this? April, May, May 12th (laughs) 2011 edition. It's my brother's birthday. <laughs> the rap review. Up first is Lindsay White, who I love. I love her too. Boom. Ah, ah, uh, uh, ah. 
Lindsay White's a dear friend to me And she told me to listen to my recipe Which is a song on her Reverb Nation page So I hopped on the internet and I clicked play I gave it a listen and so did my tummy By the time it was over I was freaking hungry for more Lindsay White So what did I do? I clicked on song 2 called Fancy Shoes My recipe's got clever lyrics But I'm reminded of the cranberries when I hear it Hold up, that's not what I said You must be tripping it's in your head, in your head. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. That's my version of the cranberry song. I liked it. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, that was often. stupid. No, it's good. At the end of the day, I will never forget the time we spent just Lindsay, Veronica, and me in my tent at the singer songwriter camp out. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, cranberries are great. Yeah, There's absolutely. Negative absolutely. About that. Uh, I didn't say it was negative. I like cranberries. I love you, Lindsay White. Rob Dees. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about you. We didn't really get into that last time. Um, what do you want to know? Well, what do you do during the day? I and pretty much uh, I save lives. Save lives. You know, yeah. like from like eight to four thirty p.m. Monday through Friday. I also take a lot of call, like overnight type stuff. So this my. Paycheck tomorrow is like 233.25 hours in a two-week period, which, you know, I work like, you know, 80 hours every pay period, but 233.25 hours because it was a lot of call overnight. Like, I play a couple shows while I'm on call. Hopefully, I don't get called in because that's a pain. Right. But, uh, you know. Now, are you a gynecologist, a brain surgeon? I'm I'm an endoscopy technician. Okay. Which is uh, very manly. It's a very manly profession. It's a lot of uh, buff dudes, mostly me. Dig it. And uh, we look inside of people with cameras, and uh, I operate the things that go through the camera. Is it in their butt? Um, that's mostly. It's mostly in your butt. Um, okay. It's also down your throat into your stomach. Wow. And we take also uh, peek in the lungs on occasion. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But mostly the colon. How yeah. long have you been doing that? I just hit my five-year anniversary. That's awesome. Got a little gold. You're a young man, thing. too. You I just turned 30, I guess. Started early in life. I was born at this hospital in 81, and now I work there. Now, have you always <laughs> been a musician while you've been uh, doing that? Um, Yeah, ever since. I mean, I started, like, I mean, at first I was doing, like, theater, okay. musical theater. And shit. Yeah. I've been in a ton of musicals. Wow, dude, really? West Side Story, fucking baby John. Shut up. Fucking shh. Choreography and shit. <laughs> Boom. That's how I started. And then eventually I just shifted over to music. I don't know, like six years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And could you, uh, if you were a little older, could you have saved Elvis and John Wayne from those fecal impactions? Oh, uh, yeah. Totally, right. man. Will you give us another re- one of your reviews? Yes. So now we move on to um, the Filthy Violets. They were the second email I received. And one of my favorite bands right now. Yeah, and um, I I never heard of the Filthy Violets. I dig the name, the Filthy yeah, Violets. It's, it's like dirty and it's pretty. Mm, it's like sexy. It's a plus. It's like yin and yang. Mm. You know, I feel comfortable hearing their name. And uh, I listened to the song that I received and it's called Jaunt. And this is what I thought of it, I guess. I don't know if I was having a bad day this day or what, but this is what I wrote. Mm. 
Now we move on to the next on my list A song called Jaunt by the Filthy Violets Violet, you're turning filthy violet, Violet Sorry that was a joke, y'all, I had to try it Now you might think that I'm kinda crazy But the Filthy Violets reminded me of Tripping Daisy And I'm not talking about the flower in the name The vocals were similar, yet not quite the same So I gave the song another try And this time I heard Cold War Kids hang me out to dry Like Lester Boulevard, that's the CD I only heard one song, but I liked all three you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I like to be friends. Listen. It's, all it's not, I wish I could have heard more. I just yeah. heard that one. It was a good song. It's a I great mean, album. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I bet. I know you dig it. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm mostly like gangster rap. So, right. the song's got a lot of distortion and drums. <laughs> so. All right. Well, well, we'll come back to your third okay. one. All right. That's the worst one. It is? Oh, no. Rob D. I guess we'll have to stay listening. Hey, it's better than, like, you know, God Love the Troubadour, but they, they always do the positive spin on it. Hey, but I mean, last time I like to hear the real story. I, I want to like know Like Will truth. Forbes. I, I said the truth and I love that shit. Yeah. I said so. Every time I see him, I go, Will Forbes, you get a motherfucking A. <laughs> if I love some shit, I'm going to say I love it. All right. And, well, we love you, Rob D's. <laughs> I love you. All right. Um, really quickly, Josh D'Amigo, I have some questions for you. Uh-oh. They were not given by people on Facebook, but no, uh, no by one me. Knew I was coming. <laughs> by girls I that want, know Catherine personally. I want to know, um, you won best at San Diego Music Awards? I, this year? This uh, best acoustic. Best acoustic, which is a, a, a high honor. Yeah, and it, then you hightailed it to L.A. Well, you left us. <laughs> yeah. You took our trophy and ran. <laughs> so what, what, was your, what was the impetus for your move? And tell me all about the tragedies you had with all the theft and stuff once oh. you got down there. Crazy. Well, there's, there's a lot that went on. I mean, over a six-month period. I, I guess I've been there for almost uh, four or five months now. But um, really, uh, the idea of moving to L.A. was something that I had had a few years ago. But my brother, um, uh, through uh, some events, um, was ended up in a jail here in, in San Diego, so I stayed a little bit longer than I, I had thought I was going to. So after he got moved to Oklahoma because of the overcrowding in uh, jails, he um, kind of made it so I had no more excuses. So I decided, I'm, you know, I'm going to go up to L.A. and see what happens. Um, it really wasn't uh, like I'm an L.A. person now, but I tell everyone I'm a San Diego musician who lives in L.A. because um, I absolutely hate it there. Um, and I tell everybody there yeah. uh, that I hate it. But the truth is, is that um, uh, you know when I got there, it was really tough. Um, I had my house broken into in San Diego, or house, my apartment, my room, my one bedroom apartment. Uh, they kicked in the door and stole my laptop, and then I was like, "This is terrible." So I, I two weeks later, uh, found out that they broke into my house again, and they didn't take anything that second time. But uh, in LA, they broke into my car. Uh, the night after I finished packing uh, stuff from San Diego, and they got my guitar, uh-huh. they got um, uh, my iPad, two of my favorite jackets, and a love letter that Rob Dees wrote me back uh-huh. when we first met. And that's jacked up, because I like I didn't make a copy of that shit. Uh, so I can never get that back, and those are memories that... And it was in pencil, <laughs> it was in pencil. It was in pencil. They probably erased it by now. Dude. Jerks. But so you, it was but, just bad luck. But, you know, and on, uh, honestly, like, it, I, I kind of always expect that. I kind of, uh, I hang out with Aaron Bowen, who is one of my favorite guys in, in town. And Aaron and I are very negative on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, so knowing... <laughs> Josh D'Amigo, Josh D'Amigo. 
Mior. I like Eeyore. that. I'm like Eeyore. Eeyore. Oh, like Eeyore. Put it in my That's name. My that was too. cute. So anyways, I just, I always uh, just try to keep a positive attitude. And I, I know stuff like that's going to happen. And it all works out. It makes I you mean, stronger. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger most of the time. <clears throat> that's true. So it happens. So, so it, now you're all good. settled in there and you're doing some good shows. <laughs> By settled, uh, you mean, yes, I have a, a couple good shows that coming up. I'm meeting people, which is great. Um, I just got invited to a songwriter night last night. And uh, um, they had 15 artists, and they all split up into different rooms. And I ended up writing a soul song, which I never thought I would, right. with these two artists. That it was fantastic, and really getting into the community up there is really cool. Um, a lot of them um, have really good connections, and it's it's really a business move. I mean, it's yeah. really these business people sure. from all over the U.S. Um, but uh, I'm playing at the Troubadour uh, on the 22nd, which is crazy. That that venue is uh, legendary yeah. and has so much history. Uh, I, I mean, used to wear spandex pants there in like '82. And we can't get you to do it here in oh San Diego, so it's light it's, blue <laughs> spandex dittos. But I mean, it's like you know, opportunities <laughs> have opened up, and it's <laughs> crazy. It's it's awesome, and I I like it. But it's there's nothing better than coming home. Yeah, and San Diego is definitely easily the place where I feel more of myself, and my friends are here, and so it's it's nice coming home. So sweet. Well, we consider it home always for you here because we love you here. Thank you. All right, now I requested a song. You did. One of my favorites that you do, and I want to dedicate it to Miss Barbara Nesbitt because I like that she calls us home still too, and hopefully she'll come home to us. Do you give her trash for moving to Austin? Yeah. Okay, good. I wanted to feel special. Yeah. Good. So this one's called Austin. <laughs> is the one that you did? I cut you off in the middle? No. Of what a coincidence. I just feel very Josh awkward. Josh wrote the song about Barbara. So I wrote this about Barbara. Austin, he'll be here. So I'm hoping she'll come back to me. For her airplane. He'll be waiting. Anyways, this one's called Austin. I love Barbara Nesbitt. So they say you found it. It's a lesson you've learned Baby, baby, baby It's cause for some concern Don't make any brass decisions Like chasing after dreams and wishes When you ever think of wanting and much more When you come back from Austin, yeah I'll be here Would I ever thought you lost in, yeah I'll be here When you find what you're looking for I'll be standing at your door And for your airplane I'll be waiting You know that you make Pretty dumb decisions And you heard everyone That you're leaving these positions Watch you every minute of the day And I'm gonna have to watch you walk away 
When you're everything I wanted And much more When you come back from Austin, yeah I'll be here Would you ever thought you lost in, yeah I'll be here And when you find what you're looking for I'll be standing at your door And for your airplane I'll be waiting you go I'll follow no matter where you go I'll follow when you come back from Austin yeah I'll be here Whatever thought you lost in, yeah, I'll still be here. When you come back from Austin, yeah, I'll be here. Before your airplane, I'll be waiting. Beautiful. So cool too because she's like a pilot. She flies airplanes. Does she really? Yeah. She just got way hotter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Holy smokes! I didn't think she could, and she just did. Oh, she flies. I didn't think she could fly well, planes. She flies, it was crazy. What? I didn't know nice any job. women could even Thank drive cars. Oh. They can't even drive. They can't even parallel park. How are um, they gonna fly a plane? I have one last question for you, Josh, before we uh, move Uh-oh. back to Jimmy and hear another Uh-oh. song from him. Um, you and Seth Combs seem to have. Uh, Coombs. Coombs? Coombs. Oh. Yeah, no, we all get it wrong. Coombs. Seth Coombs. Coombs. Please say his name right. I know. If, I, if you want to talk about my Emini, Emini, Emini. Is your, your Emini. friend Emini? My friend, Coombs. Uh, Seth Coombs. So um, there was a lot of, there's a lot of controversy in the news a while back, but it, it seems like you guys are always pretty, is it tongue in cheek or is it kind of serious? What's going on? Seth Coombs doesn't like singer-songwriters. Yeah. So no matter what well, I does? can do... I'm not. I'm not gonna Just please kidding. him. And uh, if CD Beat keeps giving uh, singer songwriters uh, <clears throat> CDs to a guy that doesn't like singer songwriters, right, they're gonna right. keep getting bad reviews. Well, that's what part of that whole thing is about. To you know the, the Wait, little CD roundup they do. <laughs> Let me, Rob. That's really good, Rob. Is Super Unloaded your ringtone, Tomas? That's awesome. Dude, I want that, too. How do you get that? I just played it on, on his microphone. Nice. Nice. Uh, Jimmy, how much do you charge uh, for that? Oh, for you. For, <laughs> for you, for you 25 cents. Yeah, it cost me a buttload. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to see that, uh, that, that that's not a serious weird no, thing. No, I mean, either. Seth is the only other guy that I can talk to about hockey and stuff. Like, Seth yeah. and I get along really well because we're both... Very judgmental and very hard on things. Yeah, very yeah. into lumberjacking. I don't know about all that, <laughs> but I do know that I honestly, uh, I honestly appreciate Seth's opinion. And Seth yeah. is like Rob doing his reviews. You know, you just 
you say what you feel. Right. If it, if people expect you to have to like listen to something and talk about it the way you feel, like hey. you know, if you're gonna be honest, you yeah. know, it's not always gonna be sugar. Yeah. And I get more publicity out of bad publicity. Like sure. the more people talk trash about me, like someone that hates you will watch your whole video. I know. Two hours of right, your right. other stuff while they're still there at your site. People yeah. that like you will watch like one or two songs. Yeah, so like true. I'd rather have people hate me. And help me get rich, then right. uh, worry too much about Haters it. And, and either way, Seth is a good guy, and I, I performed at his birthday party, and Rob and I have done a bunch of stuff with him. Dig and it. He's, right. a, he's a cool cat. All right, thank you, Josh, for clearing that up for those of us that were concerned out there in the scene. Uh, Listen, you know. local SD. So, um, Jimmy, you had some like weird stuff in the press in the past. Like, I know you guys were doing some um, shows, doing all uh, Led Zeppelin songs, super unleaded, mm-hmm. and you guys kind of got typecast for a little while, or something was going on that it was. I, I just uh, remember I, I, we just started doing. We were doing those for the money, basically. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know that we were typecast other than the, the fact when we do a, uh, a, a original show pretty soon, everybody's just yelling for Led Zeppelin songs, and that was pretty Aye. much the end of that for me. Right, right. So, yeah. Because you do kill those Led Zeppelin songs. It's I mean, fun it's and everything. It's awesome. But, but, yeah. And now there's like a bunch of bands doing that anyway. And the, the tribute yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was before there were a lot of tribute bands yeah. when you guys were doing there that. Were, it, you know how that started? It was a, uh, a contest at uh, Blind Melons, which is now 710 Beach right. Club. And the winner got to go to Big Bear with a stock fridge of booze and food and free slope passes and everything. Nice. And it was us, Wise Monkey, and Soul Cracker. Remember wow, that I do. And uh, They were on that um, TV show. Right, they were on that the first reality, reality show. show. Yeah. And so we, we snuck the Zeppelin thing in, you know. Yeah. And, and it was all, whoever had the biggest draw, I think it was three different nights. Wow. And that's, how, that's how that started. <laughs> Dig it. What other crazy memories do you have of shows past? Uh, that I'd want to divulge on yeah, the air. Yeah, it's all right. Um, this is R-rated. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one crazy memory in Japan. We <laughs> played in Tokyo one time, and uh, I had a bad case of the runs. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Why is that? And <laughs> Probably Tokyo food new to your system or yeah, something. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And that's it. We were, we, were, <laughs> we were in a Denny's beforehand, and uh, oh, I was just going that's straight. Where no, no, that wasn't it, because I didn't eat there. <laughs> but I was going back and forth to the bathroom, and then the show was in about 45 minutes. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get through the show, literally, because I can't go five minutes without, you know. Yeah. Unleashing, so we got to the Super show. Unloaded. Believe it or not, on stage. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, those jokes come. They, they, it works. It's it's such that name works in so many ways. But I uh, got to the show. Make it quick. There was a porta potty on stage. Don't ask me why. Wow. On stage. I, on stage, there was a porta potty. I've never seen the like. So I'd do a couple songs. Run. Put my guitar down. Run. Do it. Come back. You know. Take it. It was like a gift from God. Man. There should always be a porta potty on stage. And wireless mics. You know, yeah. Let the show go on. Yeah, right. I love it. This is a super unloader All right, solo. Well, you're going to play us another song. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you said you might play us something from the new from the new album? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do one from the new album. I don't usually do this acoustic, but uh, and this is another one that was written when I was a teenager, but it's never been on anything. So oh, cool. it's, it's new. It's called Different Story. Truth, 
So That's sick. I think that might open the album. Oh uh, sure. yeah, I think so. That's so, I haven't yeah. heard the rest of the songs, but that could open my album. <laughs> <laughs> so when is that coming out? That album? I hope it's going to come out in July. Oh, in July! I'm Sweet, hoping. dude. There's not much left to be done on Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Got artwork and all that. Don't have the artwork yet, but uh, that is I ain't going to hold it up this time. Sure, sure. Who's yeah. who did what? Where'd you record it? We recorded it. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's a name for that studio, but it's Jeff Kelly's studio over there. Audio design. Okay. Uh, ben Moore engineered it. Ben's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, that guy's amazing. Sweet. And uh, I'm really happy with the sound we got finally because the drums have always just haven't been happening to me. But we did the drums two inch analog and everything, and uh, it's got that old thick sound. Nice. So it's gonna sound really good. Dude, this is gonna give you. Rejuvenate, give you new life. I'm and, hoping. And another 10 years, hopefully, of rocking in San Diego, man, and elsewhere. I want the whole world to hear you guys. We will do what we can to make that happen. I'm going to tweet it right now. Tweet that shit. <laughs> um, Rob Dees, yes, ma'am. back to you, brother. I was going to say, do you mind doing like one of your own before you do your sure, last I mean, um, review? Yeah. Especially if your reviewers are negative. I mean, I know. Here's the thing I suck. I'm no good. I don't expect <laughs> anyone to like my music. <laughs> Nice. But how many other critics are actually writing songs? Well, about I want songs? I want someone to review my reviews. <laughs> yeah, I like that. These reviews are not very good. Basically, uh, they rhyme, but they're they kind of rhyme, mean. but it's not a good display of musicianship. Nor is it. his opinion worth much. So, <laughs> so uh, this is a new song. Actually, I haven't. I played this song once at a show, and it's called "Dear Love." So, uh, yeah, I'm going to play a new one. 
D E E R? No, no, not like not yeah. like I'm holding on some antlers okay. like, oh yes, deer love in the woods. Oh <laughs> uh, look, mama deer. <laughs> no, like deer look lo- mom? Like, I'm writing her a- <laughs> I'm writing really? love a letter like dear really? love. Really? <laughs> look, mama deer, what's that behind the deer? It's flop days, it's in the deer. <laughs> Sorry. Oh dear. <laughs> I never see the deer. <laughs> the kid in the bed seat. <laughs> so this song is called Dear Love and goes like this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm about to make like Ray Charles and hit the road, Jack. Drown all my sorrows in some cognac. I said I'm done with love because the buzz has gone flat. And all them songs I wrote for you, I want them all back. Dear love, you're a mean freaking jerk. How come you don't ever seem to freaking work? I don't get it. I keep giving you a chance, but you keep letting me down. So I'm about to take a stance. It's some nonsense. I beg your pardon, but you've been breaking my heart since kindergarten. And all throughout elementary, you kept telling me that it wasn't meant to be. I didn't buy it, so I kept on trying. All throughout junior high, all the girls I was eyeing kept coming up with new ways of saying no, like sorry, negative, and I don't think so. Blow by blow, like woe is me. Me. Rob D's the definition of lonely Shit, I'm a solo act, I'm solo In fact, I'm done with love, y'all can have it back I'm about to make like Ray Charles and hit the road, Jack I Drown all my sorrows in some cognac I said I'm done with love because the buzz has gone flat Know them songs I wrote for you, I want them all back Breath I want them all back Dear love, what you think? I forgot about you. Swept the dirt under the rug and moved on without you. Forgot about the fool that you made of me. Should act like it's cool and say peace like Sailor V and just accept it. You can forget it. Love is a one-way street and it leads to a dead end. Trust me, I Google mapped it. I tried to tackle love, but I got my ass kicked. It was fantastic. Don't get the facts wrong. I've been in love, but it didn't last long. This ain't a sad song. It's a sad truth. Love hurts like cold batter on a... Oh, shit, cold batter. Cold water on a bad tooth. So next time I'ma take a rain check But it's kinda hard to look away, it's like a train wreck So even though I know we'll probably be hurt again Love is beautiful, the next time I see it I'm falling in, I can't help it I'm optimistic, it's love and I'm in love with it It hurts and it ain't perfect But when you find it, you'll find that it's worth it I guess that basically what I'm trying to say Is that I'll be chasing love until my dying day And though I might say I'ma throw in the towel I ain't done it yet and I'm not about to now I just need a vent so it don't blow my top Takes deep breaths maybe go for a walk clean up the mess that i've made of my thoughts get away from the stress till the bs to get lost i'm about to head to bevmo get some vsop then hop onto the 163 north to the 15 and drive all day i don't know where i'm going i just want to get away i'm about to make like rachel rolls in it the road jack drown all my sorrows in some cognac said i'm done with love because the buzz has gone flat and all them songs i wrote for you i want them all, all back D minor girl. Yeah, dude. Dude, awesome. I like I like the batter part better. I like oh that. Better, better, what better, mutter better. Oh my god. So, where do people go to see you when they want to? Um, I play uh, randomly around random yeah. places. I don't like to promote the shows. I like to be like super underground. I don't you, tell anyone. It's like G's.com. it's like I might be playing a show tonight. Internet, <laughs> you won't know until nine. 
That's when the show starts. And then at nine, I'll be like, I'm playing Lestat. <laughs> and then no Gear. one shows up. Gear. They're never going to book me. Yes, again. I'm on first. Oh, please. Yeah, I, you know, I like to play games with people. That's cool. So. But, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, that's where people can usually find out about You got some stuff shows. online you can listen to. Yeah, there's stuff My on space. YouTube. I didn't. That was a pretty clean MySpace. version yeah, of that was Rob a, D's. That was a clean Are you getting song. a little less blue? No, I wouldn't these days? say that. I wouldn't say that. A little Not more at commercial. Actually, Are you selling out? No, I just ca- <laughs> I just like finished two songs: "Dear Love" and "Fuck Running." Okay. "Fuck Running" is the other song. I like that. It's called "Fuck Running." All right. So sweet. Thank you, yeah. Rob D's. What's it about? Um, it's about the chase and my lack of interest <laughs> in exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Like fuck this! I'm gonna sit this one out. I'll be on the futon. <laughs> How about you chase me? Come see me. Yeah, be, you'll catch me. That's what I got. <laughs> Who uh, is the last artist you reviewed? Um, the last one on my list here was uh, Ian Allen. Okay. Not to be confused with Ethan Allen, no. who does like floors or furniture. No, Ian Allen is from South. Uh, he's from the North. That's what Josh said. I, I Josh Domingo said Ian Allen is from the North. Think you're wrong. North. Africa? North County. North. Oh, he's from oh, North he's Africa. From South Africa. He's, South, he's from South Africa originally, <laughs> but he lives like in North, North Africa. Now I feel bad about what I wrote <laughs> when we no, come no, no, off no. as he's racist. He's from North County, right? <laughs> oh, he's up in uh, Poway area. Yeah. Ian All right. Allen. Yeah, so, uh, it, then I don't know who he is. Did he give you his album or a couple songs? Uh, just a song. A oh, song a song. Okay. Called uh, Sweet Like a Lemon. That was the thing. The first time I did the reviews, I had like at least three songs sure. from each. So it's kind of a little more now rounded. Now you're basing your horrible judgment Well, now, on one now I'm just going off what I receive. And this time I pretty much got like one song from each person. So Saving it's like, lives. She doesn't have time. I know. That's true. I, I, it's, but, you know, they gave me the one song to listen to. So I based it on the one song I heard, you know. I'd rather hear more, but whatever. Okay. So this uh Ian Allen. And this is the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, it's the best one. <laughs> My last review before I get to stepping is Ian Allen, sweet like a lemon. But lemons aren't sweet, he's being sarcastic, and I'm afraid after this I might get my ass kicked. Ian Allen reminds me of Oasis, they sound alike, and neither of them are on my playlist. As the song went on, it got kind of chaotic, like two songs at once, and so I quickly stopped it. But it kept on going, and then I realized I had two files open, I must have clicked play twice. So it started over, and wouldn't you know, I enjoyed it more the way it was before <laughs> so what you want to do is play this song and when you're about oh i don't know like 30 seconds in reopen itunes and click play again then the song is truly sweet like a lemon <laughs> just saying <laughs> ian and filthy violets i would love to be friends with you i'm sure we'd be we get along smashingly i really you know i love you guys and Lindsay, you know i love you Veronica. I give you a hand Ooh. for your reviews. Thanks. Catherine asked me to do it. Hey, this was not my idea. Honesty is always the best policy. <coughs> yeah. Rob drives a, a, a what kind Civic of car hybrid. is it? A Civic hybrid. Yeah, so it's got Rob D's like license plates. A, a bike rack on the back. green hybrid on the road. Just egg it, guys. <laughs> like, honestly, he deserves that. But that remember, was, he saves lives. So give him a lot of credit. Lives, you know, it balances I, out. All right. So you know, just, I think, uh, yeah, it was it. Actually, can I tell a, a quick little funny story? Certainly. It was about something that happened recently at the hospital. We were doing a procedure on a patient in the ICU, which is the intensive care unit. Thank and you. A lot of times these patients are on monitors and vents, and there's a lot of, like, you know, monitors and beeping and beep, beep, beep going on. And so we were doing a procedure, and, you know, there's all these monitors, and all of a sudden everything's going fine, and we hear all of a sudden this thing go beep, 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 be
and we're like, what the heck's going on? We're looking around. We're trying to figure it out. Turns out the patient's room, the TV was on. It was on the prices right. And someone, <laughs> someone just spun that big ass wheel. It's like beep, 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 So everything was fine. Is that true? That happened. Yeah. We looked around. We were like, this is the best story ever. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think she won like five hundred bucks. Sweet. I hope she got the dollar. All right, um, let's do one final song where we all play. Maybe you guys, I know you guys play together quite a bit. Maybe you guys can do a song that Jimmy can just like jam along to. You know, like anything I play? But before chords, we do, but... Josh, I wanted to ask you um, one more question. I know that you um, did some work with Berkeley. I heard you guys talking about a trip you took to a mastering lab. What mm -hmm. was that all about? Well, uh, uh, Jeff uh, invited me to come up and hang out with him up in um, L.A., um, cause I'm, I'm apparently the only person he knows up there, but he said, Hey, will you, <laughs> the only person that will still talk to me. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And he goes, you know, I'm mastering my record. Uh, you want to come out and hang out? And I was like, sure. That'd be great. And he, you know, he, he, he did sell it really well to me. I was sitting in a taco shop and he was, uh, he was doing in tacos shops in LA or like hamburgers and hot dogs. It's, it's rude. Anyways. So I'm sitting there uh, and he goes, you know, this guy is one Grammys. He does everybody. He's Allison Krauss. I'm like, Shoot, okay, cool. And so uh he he texted me the address and he forgot to put an E on the last on the name of the place. So therefore it took me like an hour to find oh out boy. where it actually was. But when it was, it was worth it because his new record, I'm not joking you, is really good. Berkeley Heart uh, Record? Berkeley Heart Record yeah. is sounds amazing. There's all kinds of cute songs and you know, everybody knows that they're my favorite anyway. So it, it So you got matter, to meet Gavin. I got Gavin to Larson. meet Gavin and, and we yeah. talked for a little bit and uh he's a big fan of mine. He no, he didn't know who I was. <laughs> Uh, but he was, he, I mean, everybody was really cool. And it was really nice to see people that, you know, that were geniuses and really have been successful. I'm sitting there looking at all five Grammys in the room with me wow. and thinking, wow, this guy is way too nice to have all these awards. So it made me think there's something to this nice guy thing that Rob Dees has been telling me for years. When so I was weird. watching the Grammys, um, Gavin, I saw Gavin Larson get on stage when, when, uh, Robert and Allison got oh, theirs, right. and Allison, Allison was like so happy when she saw Gavin, like hugged him and kissed him. I'm like, oh my god, he mastered my album! Look at him up there. He owed her money. He oh, owed her money. That's, that's why probably why. I did she see her reach in his pocket. Yeah, she you're right. Been able to find him for months. So yeah, pretty big deal. That's cool. Berkeley's got some connections. Oh, Berkeley, uh, any? I mean, he's such a sweet guy. He is doing all he's these listening. great records that are coming up right now. Yeah, I mean, like there are some really. Do you hear cool Barbara ones. Nesbitt's "The Bees"? The oh, last Stevie, one she did? Stevie's the one I really want. Oh, Stevie and the High Stacks. Stevie and the High Stacks. I'm excited to hear that. I yeah. got to sit in here while they were playing it. Back. Oh, you did. Man, nice. I love I love everything Stevie does, and, and you know Berkeley's working with everybody. With the uh, the, am I allowed to say half of these people? I don't even know. Um, the the birds. The, what's the Lindsay? Love birds. Love birds. He's doing well, them. Well, the the podcast that they did in here, I played that one song on the radio. It was so sweet. I mean, did, those two, it's... Uh, Rob probably didn't uh, like it because it was... Who? Did you like it? Lindsay's yeah, I liked song? everything that happened that night. Okay, it was amazing. Absolutely. He said it sounded like the cranberries. But no, uh, not that song. I said my recipe reminded me all of right, the cranberries. All right, all right. Get your, like, your fast drink. I'm even <laughs> suggesting people that go to go to Jeff because I really like what, what's going on. Yeah. And, um, I've been telling folks for years, and, and they think, oh, because she records her albums there. But it's just because it's a cool scene, a cool vibe, and the and the product is And he lets you be yourself. Awesome. Are you? I hope this goes on like Listen, I'm high, and I got wine in me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? That is the perfect studio experience right there. Thank you. All right, so what song do you guys can you play that we can all kind of jam hey, on for our do, finale? Let's uh, Cougar or Sugar, which one? 
No, like the this is. No, no, no. Oh, no, because I it, we're starting it. He's jumping in. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna make up words. I'm gonna freestyle. Yeah. I'm just let's gonna make up. Let's no. Oh, let's make up a song then. Well, you want to make up a song? Go ahead. We can do that. You want to do unexpected subject? No. I don't care. I don't care, man. I just. There's I'm not enough people to. Yeah. Oh, suggest. there's totally. Oh, we could make it up for each other. I've All got right. a crazy brain. Okay. Go on, crazy brain. Bow, we do this bow, at shows bow. sometimes, and it goes like this. Unexpected subject. Unexpected subject. You hear it, you will love it. The unexpected subject. My belly, you can rub it. <laughs> unexpected subject. Unexpected subject. Hey, Rob, will you talk about hockey? Sure. My rhymes are usually whack. Safe to say they're not worthy. For some reason, Josh D'Amigo is wearing a hockey jersey. I think it's because he's a fan of the sport. This I didn't know yesterday. Because he was wearing a basketball jersey. And I think he was rooting for L.A. But L.A. just got beat by somebody I don't know who. Because I just don't follow basketball. I'm not a jockey. But thank goodness this isn't about basketball. It's about hockey. <laughs> I played roller hockey when I was a kid. And I used to always go and see the goals. But uh, Josh D'Amigo's a numbskull. It's an unexpected subject, unexpected subject. You hear it, you will love it. The unexpected subject. It's not a baseball, it's a pocket. It's an unexpected subject, unexpected subject. The LA Lakers. I'm a huge uh-huh. Celtics fan. You know that. I'm just saying it rhymed with. You didn't what know I, I liked hockey. I, you're wearing That's offensive. Yeah, you're. Catherine, defensive. you want a freestyle rap? No, but I want to choose the next subject. What's the next one? How Rob D's is single. <laughs> oh, this is all oh, me. this is painful because he's my old roommate. Let me tell you a story about Rob D's. This is gonna hurt my ego. I heard that he's not that good with the ladies. Andrew. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Everyone seems to notice. Why is that? Well, if you keep singing about it, Rob, it's gonna keep happening. Seriously, tell a girl that you'll take her out, treat her real nice. That they'll never find nice another girl. guy. It's gonna look him straight in the eye and say, baby, I'm not gonna lie. I just want your thighs in my face. Cause listen, I'm Rob D's, that's what I do. Let me put these dimples on you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Cause seriously, Rob D's has so much game and he doesn't give himself credit. He looks really good. I think he lost a couple pounds. I think you could do it, Rob. But don't date my sister. <laughs> It's the unexpected subject, unexpected subject. You hear it, you will love it. The unexpected subject. I drove Dross here, but he's gonna be walking. Unexpected subject. I'm sorry. Unexpected subject. I'm single healthcare professional. I got all kinds of money, and he makes fifty-six thousand a year. But I had to pay for gas to get here, and I'm well endowed. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I know. I get it. I'm broke. How did I have to pay ten dollars? Because I got an indestructible camera the other day, and it's very expensive. You aren't, man. You need a girlfriend that takes care of your money. I know. Let's go to the guitar solo. I was just gonna say two, what? three, four. four.
do a wine solo. Here's the thing. Now you play something. I'm I'm done playing things. This is Josh Amigo. That was my solo that I just played. That's <laughs> it's called the. I call that piece rhythm. And blues. <laughs> That's called straight up rhythm. You really got good, Josh. Thank you. Bob, you want to sing it? Heartfelt. Unexpected subject. Unexpected subject. You hear it, you will love it. Unexpected subject. I'm down for making love in public. Unexpected subject. Unexpected subject. Inside of you. <laughs> yeah! I quit. Thank you. I officially quit music now. Dude, That's why stuff. I will only do one show a night. <laughs> All right, well, um, unless any of you have anything more to say, I think we have. Let's get the buzz. girls back in here. Wait, yeah, they're outside, the so let's bring the them, girls them girls back in. We wish they were. Let's see what happens. So uh, I want to thank Berkeley Sound, Jeff Berkeley, and his awesome studio here thank for you, letting Jeff. us do this. Yeah, right? Jeff. Bless you, sir. Would you guys recommend him? Yes. Yeah. Recommend? Is that what you said? Did, you would recommend him. Still talking about colonoscopy. colonoscopy? Oh, boy. Always back to the butt. You said recommend. Things are looking up. say that. Who says recommend? So, Work with uh, assholes. You can, get, you can get all the information you ever need at berkeleysound.com. And uh, we're here in beautiful Bay Park, California. And the Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound happens kind of monthly. Got to check kind out listenlocalsd.com to find out uh, when the first one, uh, when this one will be posted. The first one is posted. You can hear uh, the Lovebirds and uh, Chris Clark. And this time will be Barbara Nesbitt, Josh D'Amigo, Jimmy Lewis, and Rob Dees. And Marsha Claire also doing her awesome uh, movie reviews. My name's Catherine. I'm your host. And uh, you can hear me on the Homegrown Hour on Sunday nights at 8 p.m., 102.1 KPRI, San Diego's Homegrown. And at Tuesday nights, I'm at House of Blues from 7 to 11, every other Wednesday at The Stage, every Thursday at Winston's. And on July 10th, we have a show called Sibling Sunday. It's going to feature some bands with brother and sister acts. Little Katie Lee Reynolds happening, some Allegra, uh, hopefully the Smart Brothers, and uh, the Filthy Violets, who are brothers. They're both going to come kick them. your ass, by the way. I love that song, John. And of course, the, sl- the Songwriter Sleepover is July 15th and 16th. You guys went to the Songwriter Sleepover last time. Is that how? That's how we met. That's how Veronica and uh, Lindsay and I ended up in my tent. Some which shenanigans is the three happen of us. at that. So yeah, you that was check a lot of fun. Out. You should go. You should actually take one of those spots right now. Listenlocalsd.com. I think it's actually full, but people oh, drop, oh, out. People drop out as it gets closer. Okay. So. I just right. Facebooked it yesterday. I just saw you say there were openings. The if you go day. to that website, you'll find links to all of these fine uh, people's <sighs> websites. And if you ever have trouble, just contact me and I will uh, I will get you the right direction. Can you imagine Super and Loader playing your backyard party this, this summer? It Make can sure happen. you have a porta potty. It sure. can happen. All I you got to do is uh, get in contact with the guys. And um, of course, we can't wait for that new CD. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tomas. For being yeah, here. Tomas, ringtones. Great Tomas. guitar solo. <laughs> ringtones. Ring Tomas. Thank you, Jeff Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love you. San Diego, good night. Good night. Driving through summer on a San Diego night, slow world divided by dotted lines and bridges, you are loud on my radio. If I listen hard enough, I can make out your soul. I lit out for San Diego. In San Diego. What? San Diego's own. Listen Local Lounge at Berkeley Sound. Listen Local SD.com. One.
BerkeleySound.com. Berkeley Sound. Great. Every time I take a bite, I want it to explode in my mouth.